High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. Now every Thursday we have a special treat. We're joined by the inimitable uh, TV producer extraordinaire. I think it's called Minding the Gap or... I think it's Mind the Gap. He's a man with never-ending knowledge of all things musical. I'm referring, of course, to the right honourable, esteemed Sir Bill Hughes, who tells us about his essential songs. Each week he picks out one, and this week he has done me a special favour because he's picked my favourite singer, Adele. You're welcome, Bill. What have you got for us? Ivan, I was actually delighted that you said and you suggested Adele because that would never happen in the land of George. So, so you get something from the thirties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because uh, I think Adele, a lot of people don't like her because she's popular. In the same way they don't like Ed Sheeran because he's popular. And you don't like James Blunt because he's popular. I don't like James Blunt. Oh no, he's not popular. <laughs> I'm sorry, not, not on any planet. But uh, Adele. There's something very special about her. She's gutsy. She's earthy. She's a very real person, uh, I think. Uh, She's come up the hard way. And uh, her musical sensibility and her musical sensitivity are both very much in place. And her ability to write a good song, to be able to interpret the songs that she's writing. So this particular song is the song that was her first number one in America. It was the song that came from her second album, 21. It was the first track on the song, on the album. But when it was released, it created, it just, like her first album, 19, had set her up and everybody, it had great songs like uh, Hometown uh, and uh, uh, Chasing Cars. And they, they'd really... Uh, put people onto the track of Adele and here she went off and she wrote this song Rolling in the Deep and I know you call it you couldn't have it all you could have had it all you could have it all so um, okay well it's from the album 21 it's co-written with the marvellous Paul Epworth and uh, she describes it uh, Adele describes it as a dark bluesy gospel disco tune which is a a peculiar thing to say but it is the largest crossover hit in the United States from the past 25 years and crossover is just so you know in America it's multi-format so you've got an R&B radio station you've got a pop radio station you've got a rock radio station you know you just know by the style of music and this song landed on every style of radio they all claimed it as theirs and so it was the biggest hit in 25 years for doing that and um it, 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 the lyrics describe the emotions of a scorned lover. Uh, and I love that. It's her kicking back. My Adele story is I went off to the US for 14 weeks and Deirdre and I decided wherever we were, whatever was on in town, we would go to. So, for example, we went to Giant Stadium, the first of the N- scheduled NFL match, uh, the New York Giants we went to watch. You know, whether the ice hockey final was on in Canada, we went to that. But in New York, on a Monday night, um, I just read online, you know, you Google what's on in New York tonight. And we saw Adele was in Madison Square Garden. And it was of all the things I did over four, 14 weeks, the most memorable. She was a stunning performer. 16,000 people, incredible venue. And when she sung this song, 
the place just erupted because very strong chorus line to it yeah. and kind of the drums roll and it just it's just in your face and she's a big woman and it's a big sound yeah. so just and, and she, the one thing I'd have against her concerts she does a lot of yapping between the songs yeah. and what is the yap about this song and did she have a bad breakup or oh, something the whole album 21 is based on a really bad breakup um, and she let's face it she made hay out of the bad days you know uh, the big song that came out of the album uh, was someone like you and someone like you is a song that goes under the pain of the breakup rolling in the deep this song this is a song that kicks back at the pain it's revenge says, is it? it's big and it's 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 like saying look you and I mean, I can use F words and S words and C words and all sorts to to call you. Uh, but I'm words, just saying you missed out. You could have had it all, but you didn't. But is that in terms of now that I'm rich and famous? Not just that. Not just that. Look at the person that I am. She was prepared to give of herself. Yeah. Look at the person that I am and look at what I wanted from life and look at, look at where I was going and uh, my development as a person. And of course, yes, the success, I'm sure, is part of it. Because let's face it, nobody is suc- as successful as Adele in the oh, world of music me. at the minute. Well, you see, I know nothing, so you tell me. Well, it's th- th- that that song uh, got released and it had sold seven point six million copies by February. It was released in the November by February. What's 7. Your, 6, just uh, twenty uh, by February twenty twelve. Okay. And making it the highest selling digital song by a female artist. And worldwide, it has gone on to sell 15 million copies, this, this particular song. But the album that it came from has gone on 21. to sell 30 million albums. And you that know these stats, yeah. in the pantheon of bestsellers, yeah. how would that rate? Massive, massive. It puts her in it puts her in the top twenty of all time best selling albums, you know, but but it's not just that. It's added to nineteen, it's added to twenty one, it's added to twenty five. So as a solo female artist who is not just a singer but a songwriter, which means she co owns the publishing. So more moolah. Yeah, so much more moolah. So she's getting the money for the rights to the songs, but she's also getting the performance money. She's sold well in excess of one hundred million albums already. And that for a lot of people, their entire career, some of the biggest artists in the world can't say that after a 50 year career this girl first came to our attention yeah, I it's, want to I want yeah. to go into the entire <laughs> Adele backstory okay um, I call the song you could have had it all but the actual correct name is it's Rolling in the Deep you love this folks
Yeah, it's as good as I remembered it. Um, now, let's talk about Adele, the person, her life story. She's a Brit. She's a Brit. She's born on the 5th of May, 1988, born in Tottenham in uh, in North London, raised in West Norwood in South London, uh, has a very much working class background, has a very much working class accent that she gets slagged for. But Rolling Stone, that uh, sort of Bible of the music industry, has said that over the years she's softened it. Um, politically, she's a supporter of the Labour Party. Uh, she says herself, I'm a Labour girl through and through. However... In May 2011, that may no longer, you know, she, she advocated a lower tax rate for high income earners, which is kind of against everything which that Labour stands <laughs> That's what's so, called a life journey, uh, Bill. <laughs> however, she also calls herself a feminist. She says, I believe that everyone should be treated the same, uh, including race and sexuality. Now, as a kid, her biggest influence musically was the Spice Girls. She said they were the major influence and that they made me what I am today. Adele has said that. And she impersonated them at dinner parties as a little girl. She says that she was heartbroken when Ginger Spice left. But the sort of music she listened to in her bedroom, Sinead O'Connor, The Cure, Dusty Springfield, Celine Dion, and Annie Lennox. So that's kind of an eclectic mix. But in 2002 aged 14 she was in her local record store and she rambled for no some unknown reason into the jazz sex section and she came across Etta James and Ella Fitzgerald and it wasn't just the musical style that they personified but it was the visual look of them on the album cover and when you look at Adele now and you see the frocks and the hair you realize that she's very also style conscious. Um, she credits Amy Winehouse and the album Frank from 2003 as inspiring her to take up the guitar and write, stating that if it wasn't for Amy and Frank, 100% I wouldn't have picked up a guitar. Just, just yeah. on that, is mm. she... Uh, an accomplished musician as oh, well yeah. as singer. Yeah. What does she play? Well, she plays piano, she plays guitar and she writes on guitar. And even though uh, piano is the major instrument on someone like you, Adele actually wrote someone like you on a guitar. Um, she got into the Brit School for Performing Arts and Technology and she graduated in 2006. Uh, and she was given a recording contract straight away by XL Recordings after a friend posted her first demo on MySpace so that then her demo album was released at 19, aged 19. Uh, and it instantly became a, a success. She was brought to the States and her first big appearance and her introduction to the American public was on Saturday Night Live, which I love that great satirical show. And it was in late 2008 and she was brought to the American public at aged only 20, but it caused a sensation and straight away she was accepted uh, among the American record buying public and the demand for concert tickets, the demand for everything Adele was huge. Right. Now, you know that um, all you sort of arty and singer types <laughs> have kind of this kind of vulnerability and this backstory of sadness and of pain and so on. Is her 
vulnerability, backstory of pain, about relationships that haven't worked out? Is it about her parents? Did they split up? Did she, you know, have the arse out of her trousers? Like, what poverty? What's her pain story? Because everyone has, you know, as a producer, everyone has to have a pain story. I'm going to make you really happy, Ivan. All of the above. All of the above. (laughs) Bad relationships, lousy home life, bad parental split, awful relationship with her dad, relative poverty, looked after by relations, uh, always uh, given tremendous support from that family, from that London where the Londoners stick together. You know, that that indomitable war. We got through the war, we'll get through anything. And so they, they looked after her. Now, the big thing was that she developed um, a, a, a polyp on her vocal cords and her whole career between the albums of uh, 19 and 21. Her whole career was put in question because there was a question whether it was going to be cancerous or whatever. So lots of tests. They discovered it wasn't that it was benign. However, she went to America. She went to the finest man in Boston and he removed the polyp but she had to have vocal rest, complete vocal rest. And she made her return in 2012 at the Grammy Awards. She was nominated for six Grammy Awards. She won all six uh, on that night. And so it was a triumphant return for a girl who thought, "Okay, number one, I'm going to lose my voice. My career is going to be over. And instead she came back and it was just triumphant. There are pictures of her laden down with Grammys. She couldn't hold them. And then she was asked to write the theme for Skyfall for James Bond and she won the Oscar. And it was so funny when she went up to receive the Oscar, she actually sounded like a Cockney girl on a night out with her pals and said, I thought I was just coming to a party. I had no anticipation of winning this. This is great. And she says, we're going off on the piss, basically, was what she said. So she's a real natural. And now she's found love. She has a kid. Uh, she recently got married to her partner of a number of years and he's a very, very posh boy, a public school boy and uh, had been involved in publishing and good business. And they seem to be blissfully happy together and fair dues to them. That is the amazing story of Adele. Uh, and added to the list on High Noon here of uh Bill Hughes's essential songs is the Adele song, Rolling in the Deep. Bill, thank you as always. Thanks, Ivan.